Amen. Amen. All right. Whew. Thank you, Angela and team. Well done. Yes. Thank you for leading us so well. And in case you're uh, watching online and uh, it is absolutely pouring rain and in this building, the sound of the rain is really powerful. And so that just goes with everything that we've been um, talking about and really just how the physical, the natural speaks of the invisible and the spiritual. And we believe God is pouring out his blessing and his spirit and himself for us in order for us to be spilled out. So, whew, thank you, Lord. All right, well, once again, just uh, good morning to everyone. Thank you for those watching online. Thanks for participating with us and to those here in person. My name is Joe Crummy, and today I'm going to be sharing about part three of our Vision Sunday. But first, I just wanted to bring um, an update of good news is uh, just as this is an aspect of our lengthening, as we're going to talk about, is we have some new babies in our church family. So yesterday, Jody and Debubba uh, had uh, their twins. So we had a baby girl, Amina, and a baby boy, James. So we celebrate with them. And uh, just texting with Jody this morning, and she said it's been an eventful 24 hours, but they are doing um, well. And so everyone is healthy at this moment, and that's what we've been praying for. And so we'll continue to pray and walk alongside them. So they gave me permission to share that uh, this morning. So we're really grateful. And so, Father, we do thank you for new life. God, we thank you for this new physical life. And Lord, we do thank you for Jody and Debubba and Lord, for Amina and for James, Lord. And we just pray, God, your protection, Lord, your peace, your growth, Lord. And we just celebrate, Lord, in this miracle of life and blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, I didn't originally start out for Vision Sunday to be three parts. However, kind of how things have gone, it was hard to fit it all into one week. So that spilled into a second week, which has now spilled into a third week. And I just want to go over this morning a bit of a review, but also then a bit of the game plan of this is what we feel God is saying. Then what are we going to do about it? And that's what we need to wrestle and walk through. And so we've been over the last couple of weeks and really over the last several months, but trying to be succinct and trying to bring things together, we've been looking at individually and together as a church, sort of two words that help bring some definition to what we feel God's doing in our lives. And those two words have been strengthen and lengthen. And we found that in Acts 16:5 that we read there that the church was strengthened in the faith, the church was strengthened in following Jesus, and the church grew daily in numbers. It lengthens as more and more people heard this good news and became followers of Jesus. And so we focused on back on September 19th about the strengthen part and how we want our roots to go deep in Christ. And one thing I believe in as just talking to you and just across Christianity in general, sort of through COVID in these last 18 months, is we've really realized that our roots haven't gone as deep as maybe we had thought. And that with some trials and with some stress and with all those different things, it's kind of been revealed. And we talked through why, why haven't our roots maybe gone as deep? And we talked about being busy and distracted and sometimes we're on it, we're just not very organized in our lives about putting Jesus first. And there's all kinds of different reasons. But we see the results of our roots not going deep in Christ. And sometimes we don't always make the connections that 
may be dealing with our anxiety and our stress and our fear and our depression and our chaos and our anger and our impatience and our hate, we don't always make the connection that that is connected to our relationship with Jesus or maybe our lack of relationship with Jesus. And the good news is this, that Jesus wants to meet us. And just as we've been singing about this morning and as Gary just brought that and John and Steve through our worship this morning, Jesus wants to meet us. He wants to change us and he wants us to get caught up in a relationship with him that transforms the whole of our lives. And I think one of the key verses sort of that's come sort of bubbling to the top that's really helps encapsulate God's heart for us is this we read in Matthew 11, 28 to 30. And it's an invitation even to many, to all of us here this morning. And maybe those maybe even watching or here, you don't even know Jesus. This is part of that invitation to become a follower of Jesus. We read this, Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Let that sink in for a moment. Jesus says, where do you go? Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke, okay? Come and get fitted with Jesus, that you're going to walk with Jesus. Take my yoke upon and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. Think about that for a moment. Of all the terms Jesus could have used in that moment to describe himself, revealing God to us, he says, I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So folks, there's good news this morning that we can come to Jesus, that we can find rest. And the things that we're talking about and the things we're going to be talking about and applying and learning and hopefully applying to our lives is we want to take this yoke, we want to learn from Jesus. There's so many things we can learn from Jesus that he, first of all, we understand he cares and that he comes alongside and as we put our hope and trust in him and as we work out what that looks like in everyday life, we can experience and find out that folks, and here's the key thing, Gary just mentioned, our circumstances might not change but we can find his rest in our circumstances. Jesus hasn't said, come to me and you'll have no more problems. Jesus says, come to me, weary, burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn from me. You will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. God, so helpful because he gives us so many ways of speaking the same thing. He gives us pictures and images to help us understand what he's doing. And so I'm going to review a couple, okay? So I've got my... You'll find this out. So one of the pictures God gave us, and he did it through Jerusha, and then I think Michelle Cogswell sent a thing in this past week, similar, and many others, similar pictures that help us understand what God's doing. 
And one of the ones was this, and Jerusha shared this a couple weeks ago. It's like this. This is my flower pot, okay? And not be messy, I took the soil out, okay? And I didn't want to kill the plant. But God speaking, God's saying this. This is one of the things. Our lives are like a flower, okay? And this is kind of like our life right here. And God's been saying to us, you know what? God wants to enlarge. He wants us to go from this in our lives to like this. Okay, that's a big difference. And God's saying, your roots aren't deep enough. They've been tangled up. And God's sorting through. And God wants to strengthen us and lengthen us. And he wants to expand us individually and us as a church. So that's one whole picture. Can you remember that? And then God's so helpful because he gave us another picture. And you remember a couple weeks ago, God was speaking to us about how he wants to bring an upgrade to our life and our capacity to experience God and to receive God's love in order for us to be a conduit for God's power and God's love. And he's saying to us as a church, I want to upgrade. I want to enlarge. Because right now you can't handle the things I want to pour out. And we talked about how, and Joel gave that so helpful picture as an electrician of what it is to upgrade a panel and how there's so many wires that are frayed and they're burned and they're mislabeled. And it can't, you can't, the panel can't receive the power. It's messed up. And God's saying, I'm going to take the time and the energy and I'm going to go through one by one things in your life and I'm going to restore and I'm going to reconnect and I'm going to relabel correctly. And that's a process. And as Joel said, that's costly, but it's so worth it. Folks, that's what God is doing in us. God is getting our attention, and he's saying, I want to form you and shape you and mold you individually and together as a church to be like my son Jesus. That's what he's promised he will do. And guess what? He's faithful to his promise, and sometimes it's got to get messy and worse before it gets better. So some parts of the messiness of my life, we can go, ah! which we can, but in other parts we can go in the awe, God, you know what? Thank you for messing up my life because you love me so much. The trajectory I was on isn't isn't a healthy one. And God's faithful to come and to shape us, and we're going to talk more about that. The other thing, that was the strengthening part. We also talked about this. We talked about how God wants to lengthen. And one of the main scriptures we have is this, is Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20. And Jesus said to his followers, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me after his death and resurrection. And he said this to his disciples, and he commissioned them. And the same commission goes to us. I want you to go and make disciples of all the nations. I want you to baptize in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I want you to teach. I want you to train them to obey everything I've commanded you. And no matter where you go and no matter what time and season, I am with you. There's a lengthened part. So to get the strengthened, Jesus is saying, come to me. Receive rest. Okay? God's going to change us from the inside out. But as we do that, we're going we're making disciples. We're finding other people to say, we're going to, what God's done in my life, God wants to do in yours. And there's a going and a teaching and a training 
knowing that God is with us. And as we share our lives, and we talked about a couple weeks ago on October 3rd, we talked about what are some of the hindrances that prevent us from lengthening. And we talked about some of those things about sometimes we're too busy, sometimes we're just trying to be nice instead of really sharing the gospel. Sometimes we don't even believe. We've got a belief problem. We don't even really believe maybe in this gospel or that we're to share it. And we talked about, we think someone else better can do it, and we have all these buts, but, 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 but. And God's teaching us, as we come and find our rest in Jesus, we go. Remember that? We rest and we go. And sometimes as we're going, we've got to take a time out and we've got to rest. So it's this ebb and flow of we rest and we go, we go and we rest and we go. And folks, everything we've been singing about this morning, it's this good news, this transformation of our lives before Christ. And this is what Mark was talking about last week in Ephesians. That before we're a follower of Jesus, the Bible says we're dead in a relationship with God. We're separated. We're lost, whether we know it or not. That really, we might not understand it, but we have no hope. We don't really have a purpose in life. And really, does our life matter here on earth? And Jesus has come as our Savior and as our Redeemer. And Mark was talking about the mercy of God last week. He's talking about the grace of God. That we don't get what we deserve, and we get what we don't deserve. <laughs> and God puts a spirit in us that Gary was just talking about. That God shares himself with us, and we become friends of God, and he catches us up on a mission, gives purpose to our life that affects eternity, and we're born into a family, we're adopted in, we're chosen, we're given purpose, we're brought into a kingdom, we're given citizenship, that we're given rights and responsibilities and privileges, and it's a transformation that affects our thinking and our values and our priorities and every aspect of our lives. And we become an ambassador. We represent Jesus everywhere we go. We're this outpost of his kingdom here on planet Earth. That we speak and live and represent Christ. And we saw with this rope last time, how it's like three strands, Jesus in the middle, and how strengthen and lengthen all go together. And John Moore was just sharing, in case you didn't hear it in the worship, just saying, God wants to fill us, but he wants us to give away this fresh water. And John was kind of saying, I don't know how. What's the spark we need? Well, the spark is this. As we get strengthened and as we spend time with God, we get God's heart. And God's, in Christ's love, compels us. And as we go and as we serve, we get wounded and we get tired out and we get distracted and we got to find our rest in God to get healed up and recharged. And they go together, wrapped around Christ. And as anyone knows, whenever you share your faith and ever you serve and everything, that's a stretching experience. You get strengthened just by being lengthened. And as you lengthen, you get strengthened. So this morning, 
You can say, Joe, I've heard all that before. We need to hear it again. Because some of the things I'm just going to present now as far as a game plan going forward, if you don't think there's a problem, you'll never think you need a solution. And folks, I'm saying we have a problem. We're not as healthy as we should be. We haven't been strengthened and we haven't lengthened as we should in God's great sovereign plan. And God's getting our attention. And folks, please hear me. We don't want to miss out what God's saying. So I'm being deliberate and going over these things again and again and again. Because God wants to rewire us. God wants to replant us. God wants to rebuild and reset and upgrade. And today I just want to share with you a game plan that we want to present to you that obviously over time will get tweaked and changed as we receive input and feedback and as God's Spirit leads us. But in this game plan, these are the things I feel when I say I, coming from our elders and staff and just all of you as we talk through, that we have an invitation from Jesus, that we have an opportunity. But folks, there's going to be a cost. And for the next several months on our Sunday meetings, this is what we're going to do. Mark's going to continue to walk us through Ephesians. There's so many important truths and foundational things in there that we're going to go through that more line by line. But I'm going to take a time out from the book of Acts. And on the other Sundays, myself, and we're going to recruit some other people, we're going to walk through together via teaching and application and practices. We're going to walk through following Jesus and hopefully incorporating into our lives practices and patterns and habits and rhythms that develop a framework of intentionally in our daily, weekly, monthly, yearly lives following Jesus. Now, we could have done a course on a Wednesday night, and God willing, we would have had many of you come. But folks, this is for all of us. And so we're saying we need to bring this right to Sunday morning, and we're going to walk through this together individually and together as a church. And here are some of the things we're going to take a look at. We're going to take a look at areas of our life like this, like Sabbath. What does it mean to rest? What does it actually mean to slow down in order for us to put our roots in Christ? We're going to look at things like prayer and obviously God's Word and the Holy Spirit, but we're going to look at things like friendship and family life. We're going to look at how does sex and spirituality and being a Christian, how does that work out as a witness? How do we care for our bodies? What do we think about things like play and recreation? What do we do about money and finances? How does work and things like justice and how's being a witness, how do these things permeate the whole of our lives? So folks, what I'm not talking about is sometimes we think spiritual disciplines, habits, practices, they're kind of an add-on to our lives. And I'm saying, folks, us following Jesus, all of these things have to be incorporated into every aspect of our lives, and they have to flow into every aspect of our lives. So my little Bible study over here, or my little prayer time, if that isn't weaving its way into our workplace, our marriage, our parenting, kids, how you are to your teachers and to your parents, if those things aren't permeating into how we make decisions about how we use our time, we're missing something. 
because Christianity isn't an add-on. Following Jesus is everything. And we have to find a way. How do we do this in 2021 into 2022? How do we do this with busy lives that most of us don't have time to go to a monastery for a year to figure some of these things out? How do we do this where we're at right now? And that's what we're proposing is can we take our Sundays for the next several months and can we walk through some of these things together? Can we learn from each other? Can we do this together? So that's the message this morning. Church, it's this. And I believe, I say humbly, please hear God speaking through me. We're bringing this right to the center of our church and right to the center of who we are. And folks, it's an invitation, it's an opportunity, but there's gonna be a cost to it because it's gonna bring some changes. And why are we bringing this to Sunday morning? We're bringing this to Sunday morning because kids, so I'm looking at some of you, if you're a kid watching online, can I just say, if you can get some of these things into your lives at a young age, it's gonna serve you so well for the rest of your life. So it's important, we need you involved, okay? We need you participating, we need you to work on some of these things in your lives as well. Teenagers, 20s, some of you think I'm looking at you when you're 40, I'm looking at the 20 year old beside you. You guys live in a world of social media and phones that rule your lives. From everything from apps and gaming and TikTok and Instagram and it's consuming and it's molding and shaping you. And we're not saying throw out your phone, although some parents might want that. What we're saying is we've got to bring some order and some boundaries and some balance. So how does following Jesus affect how you use your phone? Those are the things we're trying, and it doesn't that affect all of us, doesn't it? That's how we're trying to get things down to the nitty-gritty of following Jesus isn't just something we add on over here. It permeates into everything. And folks, I, maybe it's obvious, I'm just going to say it, but I just feel this warning from God that if our roots don't go deep, if we don't take this seriously, if we miss out on Jesus' rest and we miss out on his mission, okay, we can burn out or we can waste our lives, which Jesus talked about. <clears throat> Jesus said, you can gain the whole world and yet lose your soul. And we don't want people burned out trying to follow Jesus and yet they're burned out. And we don't want people sort of in a spa club mentality, they're missing out on the mission of Jesus. Both are dangers. And I can't say it enough. This is a matter of life and death. It really is. 
This is a matter of life and death. So in closing, it's an invitation to come and follow Jesus. It's an invitation, maybe some of you have never, you're just new to anything about Jesus. It's an invitation to come and follow Jesus and you can start that journey. For many of us, we've been following Jesus for a long time, but for different reasons, we've gotten off path or we've gotten distracted or we're weary. This is an invitation. Jesus saying, come to me if you're weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke and learn from me. And some of us have maybe just lost the plot a bit about God wants to use us to go and make disciples of all nations. He wants us to be involved in the joy of seeing people baptized and learning about Jesus and learning to obey Jesus in the whole of their lives. But folks, here's what I'm asking for in the next couple of weeks as we get into this. So these are our next steps. This is it. In these next couple of weeks, would you do this? So these are our action points. This is our to-do from this message on. Can we take the next couple of weeks and I want you to pray this prayer? So I want you to pray this prayer. Lord, would you soften my heart to be ready for the things you want to do over these next few weeks and months? The rain just got louder. I think God's saying yes and amen to that prayer. Okay, let me say that again. Because you might be like, Joe, I don't even know where to start. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a starting point. Can you pray this over the next couple weeks? Lord, just soften my heart for the changes you want to do. You want to rewire, you want to grow. God, soften my heart. And here's the second thing I want you to do over the next couple of weeks. I want you to start to take an inventory of how you spend your time. So over the next couple of weeks, I want you to take an inventory of how you spend your time. So whether you do it on your phone, on your computer, on, in your journal, I want you to start, to start to track every day how you spend your time. How much you sleep or you don't sleep, how much you're at work, how much you're at play, how much you're with your family, how much you're on your own, what do you do on your own, how much you're on your phone, social media, how much are you going out for exercise, whatever, all of those things because we're going to come back to some of these things as we walk through. But you can start now to prepare. Just start to take an inventory every day. Just start. You don't have to do it right down to the minute, but you can do it in chunks. Okay? But start to take an inventory. So that's your homework. Lord, soften my heart. Prepare me. And I'm going to start tracking how do I spend my time. So I'm going to pray in a moment. I'm going to ask the worship team to come back. If you're here in person, if you're able, why don't you stand? And we just want to pray. We want to ask for God's help for those online. I don't know what context you're in, but you can stand if you want to, but just do something to give God your attention. So we're going to practice and we're going to model right now that prayer that I want you to pray every day. 
So Lord Jesus, we just come before you and we thank you that your word says that you said we can come to you. So we come to you, Jesus. I think most of us can say we're either weary or we're heavy burdened. And we come to you to find rest. And Lord Jesus, I pray that you would soften my heart. Would you open my eyes to what you're saying? Lord, would you prepare me for maybe some of the changes you have coming my way? God, that you want my roots to go deep in you. That, Lord, you want me to maybe make some changes with how I spend my time and what I focus on and my priorities. And, God, I can, all, I can already kind of feel some resistance coming on. <laughs> Lord, I'm too busy to do this. Lord, I'm too tired to even try to even write down what I, how I spend my time. Lord, this seems like another burden. Lord, I just can't do it. Lord, I just start by saying, God, give me a willing heart. God, prepare me. God, may I find rest as I come to you. Lord, would you teach me what does it mean for, my, for me to be yoked with you? What does it mean for me to learn from you? God, over these next few days and weeks and months, Lord, would you, can I learn from you? Can I find rest for my soul in order for me to go and make disciples of all nations? Lord, would I be able to teach and train others to obey as I have learned to obey? Because God, I know that you're with me. You promise that. So Lord, hear my cry of help. Lord, I know you're faithful to answer. Lord, give me strength, Lord, to even do this little bit of homework of what you want me to do, Lord. Help me to even track, Lord, what I, how I spend my time, Lord. Just that baby step of preparation, Lord. Would you help me even in that? Prepare us, Lord, for your transformation in following Jesus, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.